Welcome to the Steve Has a Chat podcast, where I call someone out of the blue with the record button on and hope to have an unscripted conversation about Microsoft business applications. Let's see how it goes. Enjoy. Mona Bassett. Hey, Mona. Steve Mordew. How's it going? Hey, Steve. How are you? Not too happy, bad. Happy Monday. Ah, same to you. Same to you. So I do these uh, podcasts. I don't know if you've heard any of these where I get some Microsoft folks on and uh, you know just uh, talk about the products and stuff like that. And I thought I might want to do one with a customer who's using some of those products. Are you down for something like that? Oh, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm going to do well, one. I already hit the record button. Would you do one right now? Wait, like right now? Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, Steve. It's a good thing I like you. I'll, I'll, def- I'll do one for you. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, let's talk about, um, you know, Atrium. You, you guys are a regional hospital organization. Tell me a little bit about, about the co- company you work with there. Sure. So Atrium Health is a large healthcare system. Um, we have about 40 hospitals. We have 900 locations, primarily in North and South Carolina and Georgia. Oh, cool. And what do you actually do for Atrium? So I sit here at Atrium Health in the Information and Analytics Services Organization, and I focus on consumer experience technologies and really assessing some of those technologies for consumer engagement and really how we can make things easier for our patients and our consumers. Um, one of the areas that part of that is customer relationship management tools. So CRM tools and technologies. Um, we currently use a couple of different tools, including Salesforce and Microsoft Dynamics for CRM. All right. And so you've had Salesforce for some time, and that's actually your big deployment, right? That's the that's kind of the more more of a core system. Yeah. So we have been using Salesforce for a, a couple of years now in a few different ways. Um, our most recent deployment really focuses on some marketing specific use cases, marketing automation, as well as use uh, use by our contact centers. So mm-hmm. as they uh, try to engage with patients. They're using some of those tools. And then we also have a use case for our physician liaisons. So as they connect with different providers and, and talk about some of the services that we offer. So um, a few few pretty complex use cases that we have in place today with Salesforce. And you got you said you got Dynamics also. And what, what was the purpose of having another CRM if you already had Salesforce? What, what was the thinking there? Yeah, so Dynamics is really part of our enterprise agreement with Microsoft. So we have many different capabilities and tools as part of that agreement. And we had been sort of fiddling with Dynamics for a few different internal use cases where we thought it could uh, really deliver on some things that were pretty focused on tracking um, and managing contacts 
primarily. So we, we fiddled around a little bit with that. Uh, it didn't really go so far at the time. But, and what, why was you not just do that with Salesforce? What was the thinking about having something else do something? Well, as we, as we looked at both pieces, um, you know, we found Salesforce to really be great for some of the more complex uh, use cases. And, you know, with Salesforce, there's definitely a pretty big implementation effort required for that. So we sort of reserved, reserved those resources, budget to implement some of those complex things. But as we looked at dynamics, we thought perhaps, um, and we actually, you know, got some help from you. Yeah. <laughs> we thought perhaps that uh, we'd be able to have these separate use cases that were a little less complicated and be able to deliver something really, really quickly. So these would be like use cases that weren't necessarily related to the to the big use cases. They were just kind of the, these random use cases that would occur that had a need. Yes, absolutely. And we really thought about, you know, how how could we deliver certain capabilities quickly with within a relatively small budget without a lot of resources. So one of the most recent, if you want me to share one of the use cases, might make sure. a little bit more sense. Sure. Uh, one of my partners internally uh, reached out to me from one of our other departments, and they came to me with this challenge. So they really wanted a better way to manage this huge set of external stakeholders. So this was you know, organizations, individuals, sometimes both. And they were using, uh, as is commonly the case, spreadsheets to track and manage all of those contacts. So they have hundreds of contacts, probably spread across, I don't know, more than a dozen teammates. And so it was really hard for them to share the information, keep it updated, you know, track those activities. And uh, they want to do report outs and things like that. So they tried sharing documents, you know, using SharePoint and, and other, uh, other capabilities. But, um, you know, which worked okay when the list was relatively small and there weren't that many teammates working on it. But once that sort of expanded, it just didn't really meet their needs. Didn't scale well, huh? Did not. It did not. We're definitely finding that with a lot of spreadsheet. Yes, I tell you, Excel's an awesome tool um, for what it was designed, but it does seem like lots of folks tried to turn it into something it wasn't intended to do, mainly because they're comfortable with it and familiar with that technology. But it does seem like it starts to break down the minute you share it with the first person and doesn't get any better after that. <laughs> I would I would agree. And when you have so many different people touching that document and, you know, Excel, there's certainly some ways to control what type of information gets in there, but it becomes this free for all where every cell, you get to put whatever you want in there. So it's really hard to sort, filter, track, report. It just becomes a very, very difficult document to manage. So that, that wasn't quite working for them. So they need something a little bit more than that. And right about that time was when your Microsoft rep happened to be calling to pester you about <laughs> doing something with the uh, dynamics. Yeah, it was great timing. Good, good timing. <laughs> yeah, great timing. So we uh, we talked about what the need was, and 
they uh, obviously connected us with you and Forceworks. And it, I think what was most appealing to that was that we had kind of a, a smallish budget. We wanted to do something quickly. The teams really, really needed something uh, up and running. And, you know, again, it was a very focused use case. So I think, um, and, and I think the other thing was that we just didn't have the expertise in-house to build out what was needed. So Dynamics is, you know, you don't just uh, pull it up and it's all ready to go. There are certainly things that have to be configured and we just didn't have the resources or expertise to do that at this time. So with, uh, with Forceworks, um, we really liked the idea of your power apps, I think they're called, um, basically an accelerator. Rapid start. Mm -hmm. Yep, rapid start, exactly. Basically an accelerator that would help us get something up and running for the team within, honestly, just a couple of weeks and at a, at a low cost. So they really went from spreadsheets to a true business application in just a couple of weeks. It was, it was pretty amazing. They seem to be pretty happy with that transition from spreadsheets. Nobody's nobody's regretting losing the spreadsheets, huh? No one is calling me and saying, "Where are my spreadsheets?" I really, <laughs> um, I will tell you that. Uh, no, they're really they're really liking it, and I think um, you know certainly we as we went through the process to get something up and and running and and have them kind of go in and and test it and start really inputting their use cases and, and their their contacts. We definitely found some areas to improve along the way. And every time we sort of collect those improvements, we send them on over and they're updated super quickly just because of the way this is set up. I think the other thing that was really great was that there wasn't a lot of training that had to be done. It was very intuitive. So even kind of the first core group that started, you know, that was involved with the development and and the requirements and really started testing it. I don't think we ever trained them. I think they just figured it out, which which is great. So it's very intuitive. And and as we added more users from that group, we we really just gave them kind of a, a quick run through and they've all been using it now. So, yeah, I think some of that is just so the audience is aware, you know, you, you have Dynamics 365 licenses, but you're not actually using the uh, first party applications. You're using a power app that was built uh, instead under that license. So as a power app, um, you started with a rapid start, but then we kind of tweaked that to meet your needs. But one of the reasons I think it was probably quick for them to to learn and easy to learn is it didn't include anything you didn't need. It was built very specific, purpose-built just for that department without any extraneous components that aren't part of that department's needs. So I think that's one of the nice things. So one of the things I like about Power Apps is being able to just make an application for that group that is exactly what it is that they're looking for, uh, no more, no less. And then it makes it very easy for them to get up to speed quickly. Yeah, Drop, dropping them into the enterprise sales app, for example, they would have all just been lost. Yes, I completely agree with you. And I do recall one of our first sessions that we had, you really just brought us through the 
standard demo and we were able to see what those standard uh, fields were, for example, and kind of design on the fly. So for example, I think the, I think your standard field was companies, for example. And this team is more used to seeing things or thinking about things as organizations. It's a small change, but it really made a difference for them. And it matched the way they were already doing business and really how they were doing their work in the first place. Yeah, I think the way we approached this was let's let's take what they're doing today on spreadsheets and let's not try and reinvent that whole wheel. Let's just lift that up um, from a spreadsheet onto a business application with as close uh, terminology, uh, labels, uh, fields, attributes as they're currently using to make that transition, you know, as easy as possible. And you know, then circle back afterward because that's part of the goal is we don't want to scare them all away. We want to be more productive, get them off of spreadsheets and get them onto something, but we don't want that to be this big, huge, oh my God, lift. And I think by by trying to almost mirror what they were doing in spreadsheets as closely as we could, it kind of makes that transition a little a little quicker and easier. And you can always then circle back and add, you know, once they're comfortable in using that, you can circle back and add more things to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that approach has worked really well for them. And I think as I, as I look back at the process, it was very easy. I think the hardest thing was really something on, on our end that we had to do. And that was making sure that the team had all those spreadsheets kind of consistent. So, you know, they have these 12 different spreadsheets, for example. If each of them has a different set of columns and fields and information, it, it it just becomes a little bit harder on your end to match everything back. So I think at spending a little more time on determining what those consistent fields would be and how the spreadsheet mapped to them, that was work well spent and enabled all that information to get into dynamics in the way that they were used to seeing it. And now that it is in a business application, we won't have that, you know, all head in all different directions in the future. Exactly. Using the same stuff. Exactly. So they did that work and and now anything new that goes in falls into that same same approach. It works great. So what are your thoughts about Power Apps moving forward with uh, Atrium, both on, on this particular one that's been done, other opportunities? How are you seeing it play out in the future there at Atrium? Yeah, I, I think, you know, this has been really successful. I think some other teams have seen it in play and uh, have 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 shown a little bit of interest in it. So uh, whenever I hear questions or opportunities from other teams around doing something similar, even if the information is different, even if some of the fields are different, even if some of the flows are slightly different, I think this could be a really, really good approach. Again, it's, it's so fast. It gets them up and running really quickly and we've been able to really, um, I want to say customize, but that sort of gives the sense that, you know, there's all this, it takes a lot of time, but it doesn't. I mean, we're, we're able to customize things very, very quickly. So as new teams come to us looking for, looking to do something similar, um, we definitely run them through our current, uh, our current uh, application of it. And, you know, show them how it could be adjusted for some of their needs. So I, I think there's definitely some opportunities. And, you know, it, 
we we have licenses that we have purchased and are, are part of our agreement. So it would be great to be able to use some of those existing licenses and uh, have folks you know use something similar that's designed just for them. Yeah, I think when in, for Microsoft when they're dealing with you know an organization of your size up until Power Apps, they really. It, you know, you have Salesforce, you've made a huge commitment investment in Salesforce, and you're not just going to rip that out and replace it with Dynamics 365 anytime soon. And uh, I think it kind of left those teams without much else to talk about <laughs> until right. Power Apps. You know, are you ready to replace Salesforce yet? Nope. Okay, well, I'll call you in a year. <laughs> uh, not not a whole lot to talk about until until Power Apps kind of came on the scene and, and really not even looking at Power Apps as a Salesforce competitor. Um any anymore, I think it's going to be interesting for big companies that have kind of looked at at Microsoft Business Application. Uh, we already have Salesforce; we have no need for that. Um, but but clearly, that wasn't the case for you guys. Yeah, I think it's it's something that we had readily available, and we were we were just not taking advantage of what we had, which I'm sure you probably see a lot yep. with your clients. They 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 have licenses or capabilities as, as part of a larger uh, agreement and perhaps it may not have gotten on, on the roadmap to you know get the expertise or develop some of those areas and I really want to take advantage of some of the things we weren't we weren't really using we already have them why not try yeah you're paying for them right you're just exactly. sitting there sitting there idle <laughs> exactly and you have people squawking over here about uh, about a requirement and wanting some help from your team and you know yeah, so it, it seemed like a, an easy way to do it, and so far, so good. Very cool. So what advice would you give to uh, – well, let's think of a couple of folks. Let's think about what advice would you give to folks in your position, either in healthcare or any other large organizations that are looking at this? Uh, I would say it's it's important to, you know, as as you're getting your questions and opportunities brought to you by your partners, Think about what the need is first, and then really understand what tool could help them meet that. So going the opposite direction, I think you may miss opportunities. Saying, okay, we need a use case for Salesforce, or we need a use case for Dynamics. Allow the need to help define that. And I also think just really be open to looking at all the different tools that you have and which may fit for your particular need or use case. Not everything has to fit in one capability or one tool. And then the third thing is, you know, also really think about how you're, how you, how you want to bring your data over. Uh, the mapping is definitely something you want to think about early on. And uh, I mean, I think that exercise is useful regardless of, of which tool you end up using. So what advice might you give to uh, Microsoft as a customer of theirs and how they're uh, positioning or approaching or communicating these kind of things to you or folks like you? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. What advice would I give to Microsoft? I get a lot of advice from them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know, again, I, I think I, I turn it back around and, and say understand really the need that the client is trying to fill. And I think, uh, you know, our, our contact did that with us in this case. They were really listening to what we were trying to accomplish 
and came up with solution and got us connected with you to be able to meet that need. I thought that was really important. And we'll, we'll go ahead and give Bob Grahowski a, a plug. <laughs> he, is the, he is your uh, Microsoft representative for business applications. Yeah. Uh, and he was actually on the live show from Business Application Summit. So I did an interview uh, with him back then, if anybody wants to go back and listen to that. Um, but yeah, sharp guy. And I think that's a key for these Microsoft folks is you've got your, obviously everybody has their agenda. They've got their, their scorecard, they got their metrics, they got their goal, but you kind of have to look and see what, you know, what's the problem that I can solve for the customer, <laughs> you know, with, with what I've got or what they've got. And sometimes I think, uh, not every salesman, Bob definitely was a good example of one who's kind of able to take himself outside of, you know, his own specific uh quotas or criterias and think about what the customer needed what have i got that could solve it it's kind of playing more of a long game you know absolutely absolutely i would agree hi bob hey bob (laughs) so uh so it all sounds like such an awesome experience and everything went wonderful but clearly there had to have been some problems somewhere what was what was the (laughs) one part of this whole thing that had you uh uh you know i I want to be honest with everybody right there had to be something that was like less than fun part of the process. <laughs> sure. Um, I think I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll mention again, just the, the data piece. So yeah. usually when you're trying to implement something like this, it's because your data is in all different places. It's not organized. It's not consistent. So on our end, we really did have to take some time to look at what we had and figure out how we were going to make that all So, you know, you have 12 different spreadsheets, you have organizations listed in different ways, you have certain types of contacts, not others, different formats, all that kind of stuff. So that was, I think that was the hardest piece um, on our end, but doing that really made a difference with the end tool because once you got in there, everything is easy to see, easy to track. And then, as you mentioned, everything new that goes in, and there's a lot of new information that goes in there, is automatically put into that new so model. So now it's consistent going forward. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So not a push button experience to move from spreadsheets to a power app. Uh, definitely some effort required. Uh, it wasn't all something you could just farm out to a partner and say, here, do all this. There was some effort you had to put in to get there around that data stuff. Cause that's the kind of stuff that and you and I had these conversations that as a partner, you know, we don't know what your data means. Um, right. And we're going to learn it as we go, but you know, um, and then it's just a matter of what kind of falls on the, on the customer side, what kind of falls on the partner side to pick up, um, you know, to get these things done quickly. Absolutely. We wanted to spare you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> There was definitely some data in there that we that we had to uh, translate <laughs> for sure. So, what are you guys thinking about other parts of Power Apps, like maybe Power BI? Is that something you guys are planning to explore in the future? Uh, Microsoft Flow, or, uh, more Power Apps? Uh, you know, I haven't uh, I haven't thought about it yet, but I'm writing those things down, Steve. I, I <laughs> maybe I need those things. I don't know. Yeah. We can certainly have another call without everybody listening and talk about what those things can do. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, looking at, so now that it's, you know, now that this will have been in place for a little bit with the team, they're using it, they're they're putting their new information in there, they're starting to do their reports. 
I think potentially they will want to see some more complex types of uh, reporting out uh, to their uh, executives and, and uh, some of the stakeholders. So I think looking at some of the, the more complex reporting tools may be a, a next step for them, but we'll see. Yeah, see these groups, you think they should be happy enough just getting off spreadsheets. And you get them off spreadsheets, and then they go get greedy on you. Right? <laughs> start making more demands. And they just yeah, be like, exactly. you're lucky to get off spreadsheets. <laughs> well, that's a great problem to have because that means they love it and they understand it and they're ready for the next thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Mona, I appreciate you, uh, you know, taking this call kind of unexpectedly and, and being a good sport and talking to us a little bit about, about your experience with Power Apps. Sure. And, uh, I will be talking to you again soon. Sounds good. Thank All you. Right. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye. Oh, wait. I just thought of one more question. Hello? Hello?